Welcome to the Do Business Better podcast, the place for ideas you can implement to achieve prosperity. You'll get insights from successful business people on how they do business better. You'll glean tactics on creating a life and business by choice because we interview real business people who've done just that. Now here's your host, Damian Mason. Greetings and welcome to the Do Business Better podcast. I'm your host, Damian Mason. We get together here a couple times a week and we give you ideas, insights, information, and motivation so that you can create a life and business by choice. It's the Do Business Better podcast. I am so excited to have you with me. Today we're going to talk about resilience, resolve, fortitude, perseverance, heart, grit, what you're made of, whatever you want to call it. In the book, Do Business Better, which just released, by the way, April 2nd, that's right, my book just came out April 2nd, it's on on the shelf at a couple of bookstores, it's available online, most readily available online, Amazon, Barnes & Noble, uh, even at Wiley Publishing. You know what, I'm not going to make this a hard pitch, but I really would like you to pick up the book if you haven't already. It's like 18 bucks, and it'll, I guarantee you, save you a lot of time hassle and uh, frustration. It's 25 years of what I've learned boiled into 50,000 words. So it's going to take you three or four hours to get through it. There's exercises that you can complete or choose not to complete about the traits of success, the habits that you can create to be more prosperous, and the action you need to take. Real-world examples, personal examples, you know, all sorts of good examples and stories that you'll be able to relate to. So the subject of resilience is in the book. And we're going to talk about it right now. Can you learn to be more resilient? Can you become a more resilient person? Call it grit, determination, fortitude, heart, perseverance, whatever you want to call it. I'm calling it resilience because it's what you're made of and it matters a great deal. I pinned an article about this. If you happen to keep up with my blogs that I post on DamianMason.com or on social media. But even if you don't, or even if you did, it doesn't matter. We'll go a little deeper right now because I believe it's the most important of the four traits. The four traits of entrepreneurial success. The four unwavering traits of success. Unwavering because I don't believe that you can not possess a certain degree of each of these. You might have more of one than the other. That's normal. You might be able to grow and accentuate and learn certain aspects of this. And in fact, I do believe you can do that. If it was not something that we could all develop, why would we bother, right? You'd say, oh, well, I just don't have it. That's the thing about traits. You know, you're saying, all right, personality traits are ingrained. They're who you are, right? Well, to a certain degree, but they're also, there also is the hope that we can actually work on our traits and overcome them if they're negative or make them even stronger if they're positive. That's the way I look at resilience. You know, of the four traits, the four traits I outline, risk tolerance, drive, resilience, and vision. Drive and ambition is the easiest one to learn because that's just discipline. That just means showing up and working. You know, I always say perfect attendance beats the hell out of honor roll. There's all kinds of smart people that are too lazy to show up and work. If you have a perfect attendance, if you're a worker, if you're a getter, you know, that's about discipline. Well, let's talk then about resilience because is it something you can learn? Well, I believe you can. The way you become a person of stronger fortitude is by going through setbacks, going through uncomfortable moments, going through failure. And here's what is the critical part. 
You cannot allow the failure to cripple you. You have to use it as education and motivation. You've got to look at every setback and say, you know what, that failure, you know what that is? That is the cost of tuition. That is my tuition payment and I'm going to learn from it. Now this is hard, man, I know it, you know it. You run your own business or you wanna run your own business and you're out here and you start getting comfortable you're like me, you've been at it for 25 years and you say, I don't know if I wanna take any great big risk. I don't know if I wanna risk failure. And that's of course when you become complacent. The next thing you know, your complacency becomes, uh, shall we say, too much comfort. And then it becomes, oh, I'm not gonna do this and I'm not gonna do that. And the next thing you know, you're outdated. You're no longer in demand. You don't matter. Your offering and your product are no longer relevant to a marketplace. And remember, consumers spend money on what matters to them. So you don't want to become complacent. And you must still put yourself out there in situations where you can fail. It keeps you sharp. And then when you do fail, you use that as education and motivation to become more resilient, which is the subject of this podcast. Let's get back to it here. So let's call it resilience, grit, determination, whatever it is you want to do. Let's just face it. The world's going to knock you down. You will get your butt kicked. It's not something I'm wishing onto you. I don't wish it onto anyone, but it happens. Marketplaces evolve and change and all of a sudden you're not in favor. You make a bad financial decision. You create a product that just flops. You have a client relationship that blows up. You screw up once in a while. Maybe you promised somebody a shipment and it didn't get there and your manufacturing facility couldn't keep up. We all know that these things can happen. You get your ass handed to you. And it's at that very moment that you must dig deep and say, I'm going to look at this as an opportunity to strengthen my resolve, to become a person with greater fortitude. Resilience is your bounce back factor. And that's why I say it's the most critical of the four traits, because you're going to get pushed down. And you know what? A long time ago, you probably heard from a coach or maybe a motivational speaker. And if you didn't hear it before, I want to tell you right now, the hardest person to beat is the person who refuses to be beaten. You hear that? The hardest person to beat is the person who refuses to be beaten. That is true as long as, I mean, as long as it's night and day, it's just an absolute fact. The person who refuses to go away, to stay down, the person that will not lay on the canvas and allow you to knock them out is the hardest person to beat, okay? That's why resilience matters so much. You know, we're not all salespeople, but they always tell you in sales you're going to face a lot of rejection and you can't take it personally and all those kinds of things. But what about when it's your business? That thing you created, you love it. You sleep with it. You wake up excited about it. You have a notepad next to your bed because you still have ideas about your work. And then when it flops, it's hard not to take it personal. It's hard not to just fold up the tent and go home, isn't it? And that's where resilience comes into play. In my blog article, I referenced the University of Virginia basketball team, the Cavaliers, and how they're a great example of learned resilience. You know, they could have folded the tent and gone home. If you're not a sports fan or not an NCAA basketball fan, I'll give you a quick story here. In 2018, in 2018, the University of Virginia basketball team, the Cavaliers, came into the NCAA tournament as a number one seed. And they, in the opening round, played a number 16 seed, because that's how it works. They seeded tournament, they played the lowest, and they were the highest. 
In the history, the rich history of the NCAA tournament, never before has a number 16 picked off a number one until last year. The University of Virginia Cavaliers got beaten, but they didn't just get beaten. They got humiliated by the number 16 seed University of Maryland, Baltimore County Retrievers. Now, nobody outside of suburban Baltimore had ever even heard of UMBC Retrievers. You didn't know about them. I didn't know about them. And there they were. They didn't just win. They didn't just pull an upset narrowly. They humiliated the Virginia Cavaliers basketball team, the number one seed. They beat them by 20 points. So folks, you're saying, all right, what's this have to do with me and resilience? Well, whether you're a team, a corporation, a company, a business, a self-employed, a solopreneur, a person that's about to quit your job and become a solopreneur or a self-employed individual, the biggest factor to your future success is how you bounce back after major setbacks. The first product you try to sell, the 10th product you created, that thing that you spent a bunch of R&D money on creating, <laughs> the thing you devoted three of your employees and 3,000 man hours over the last six months to developing, and it's a turd, <sighs> that is a setback. Just like the Cavaliers basketball team losing in the opening round to the team they probably looked beyond. To the opponent, they decided they didn't need to worry about because we're all guilty of that, right? We look past this thing that's right in front of us and look to the future, thinking that there's a bigger thing we have to take on down the road. They could have folded their team if Team 10 had gone home. They could have said, we're not meant, we're not meant to be a team of destiny. We're not meant to be a team of dynasty. We're not meant to be here. We're Virginia Cavaliers. I guess we're no Duke. We're no UCLA, we're no North Carolina Tar Heels or Kentucky Wildcats. We're just lowly Virginia. We got upset. We suck. But they didn't do that. They and their coach, Tony Bennett, decided to use last year's horrific failure as motivation and as education. And that's what you and me need to do for our future success. We look at every one of our setbacks as the price of tuition. What can we learn from it? There's some people say, oh, you got to be like a duck. You got to let that failure just run right off your back. Kind of. You don't want it to cripple you. You don't want the fact that you flopped, that you invested $100,000 into some project that just went nowhere and was an absolute flop. You don't want to forget that. So you can say, oh, be like a duck. I say, no, no, no. Let's not be so quick to forget it, but let's not allow it to cripple us. I remember most of my setbacks. I remember many things that I have put time, effort, money, and energy into, and it absolutely did not pan out. I remember many of my failures. Remember, I've been in comedy. Great thing about comedy, you get used to discarding material that doesn't work. You try, you put it out there, and you can say, well, Damien, it's a lot easier to throw away a four-minute uh, joke and bit you wrote than it is for me to just cast aside the three employees, the 3,000 man hours my company devoted to this project that went nowhere. True. It's a lot easier to throw away a bad joke than a joke that fails. But we all have to be in the habit of discarding our failures, but also remembering them and remembering what we did wrong. Why is it that the Virginia Cavaliers lost so horrifically? Was it just the retrievers of UMBC's night? Maybe. Was it just the, the stars aligned? Possibly. 
Or was it that they got cocky, that they thought they were better than they were, that they lost track of their fundamentals? That happens a lot, right? You decide, hell, we don't need to worry about fundamentals. We're the best team in the country, at least in the top four. We're a number one seed. Usually that's what happens to all of us. We look past the objective that's right in front of us, thinking there's something bigger we need to be concerned about. We get a little bit cocky. We get a little lackadaisical. We decide not to work, not to train, not to practice, not to rehearse, not to prepare for that client meeting that we have because we think it's no big thing. And then it comes back and bites us in the butt, doesn't it? That's what we're talking about is learning from your mishaps and saying, what can we do? And then you use it as fuel and motivation for your future success. And the thing about grittiness, the only way you get stronger and more gritty, have more fortitude, develop more heart, is by going through a number of setbacks. You know, the person that's never lost doesn't probably really know how to handle life after the loss. The person that's been through some losses and some setbacks understands what this thing is like. You can talk about losing loved ones, you can talk about losing basketball games, you can talk about losing money or losing a sale, losing our business, whatever that thing is. You only know how resilient you are after you have been through the setbacks. But the benefit, the benefit, if you just don't allow yourself to be crippled by the setback, is that once you know what you've been through, you know what you can go through with absolute utter and complete confidence, you know, having been through a few setbacks, what you can get through. And I feel like that's maybe my situation now as I approach age 50. After been through a number of setbacks, lost money, put my wife and I's life in, in, uh, in the soup because of all the difficult, silly things that we went through. And some of it was because of me and some of it was a matter of timing. And you just go through this and you're stressed out and you don't sleep and you say, hey, I'm 50 years old now. I've been out here for 25 years piloting my own ship. I know what I can get through. I feel pretty good about it. And you know, I learned a lot from those setbacks. And I hope that you, as I say this about my own business, or about the Virginia Cavaliers, or about any other organization that has suffered a humiliating setback, you're saying, oh yeah, I get it now. I'm going to learn from that. And the one thing I never forget is boom. The one thing I will always remember is boom. And then you keep it back there in the back of your head of how you will how you will get through the next thing. Education and motivation is what resilience is really all about, in my opinion. It's about knowing what you've been through because then you know completely with confidence what you can get through. You know, you might say, Damien, I still don't know if I can learn it, but I guarantee you can. Right now, you can look at all the things where you have had career and business struggles and failures, and you're going to say, yep, that's the one that I learned a lot from. And you know what we can also do? In fact, I did this myself when I penned this article. I went back and looked at some of my greatest flops. You know, all I talk about are greatest hits. I went back and looked at some of my greatest flops, and I said, okay, what's the lesson, and am I motivated enough because of it? Losing big money on a, on a stupid venture. Did I learn my lesson? What did I then take from it? What will I not do in the future because of it? And how will I make sure that I strengthen my resolve and be a person of greater fortitude because of it? That is the real payoff. Looking back at these mishaps and saying, yep, I've got the education from it. Yep, I've got the motivation from it. And yes, here's what we'll do moving forward. 
That's how you strengthen your resolve. So I believe you can become a person of greater grit. And I want you to become a person with great determination, fortitude, heart, perseverance, and of course, resilience. Because all those words have a very similar meaning. The hardest person to beat is the person who refuses to be beaten. Be a resilient person and learn resilience. Let every setback be education, motivation, moving forward. I'm Damian Mason. It's the Do Business Better podcast. Thanks for being here. Until next time.